Oh my stars, I am so thrilled you're here. I am Kai Graham and welcome to my podcast, Parent Toolbox, which is specifically designed to equip parents with the tools for navigating adolescence. I've been in the trenches of parenting and now I'm on a mission to help parents support their teenagers so that together we can build a mentally healthier and happier generation of young people. Each week you will receive learnings and takeaways that will help you tackle the challenges and the oh shit moments that are often associated with parenting tweens and teens. I have your back and I'm glad you're here. Hello and welcome. Today's episode is all about how to create a brighter future. At time of recording, we are still in lockdown in the UK, but there are those green shoots that are beginning to appear, green shoots that are telling us that maybe there's a brighter future on the horizon. But I'm listening to people at the minute and many people are struggling. Um, I don't know if this sounds familiar, but it's that sort of feeling of being trapped or that feeling of despondency. I can't see a way out. This is Groundhog Day all over again. There doesn't seem to be any end in sight. There's nothing to look forward to. And I I appreciate that these are feelings that uh, many people um, have at the minute whilst we are sort of trying to battle coronavirus. But these feelings are not just sort of selective for this period of time. The majority of kids I see, especially sort of sixth formers and students, are trying to work out where they fit in, are trying to work out where their life's head And many kids that are struggling don't have a goal. It really is as simple as that. Many kids who are struggling are thinking, I can't see a way out. I don't know where I'm headed. There doesn't seem to be any end in sight. I've got nothing to look forward to. So if this resonates with you guys, then then you've come to the right place. Now, I think the thing is, we've heard sort of so many phrases, oh, you have to live in the moment and all about mindfulness and, you know, be happy with now. And I totally, totally get that. We need to stop and smell the roses. And actually, in fairness, that's what coronavirus has taught us. It's taught us to appreciate the little things in life. But that said, We do need to have things to look forward to. We do need to have that brighter future. And as human beings, we, we need to feel that we've got a purpose and that we're working towards something. Groundhog Day is fine for a while. Many of us sort of ha- had, you know, the sort of the novelty of being at home and sort of being stuck at home for the couple of weeks. But the novelty has worn off for many. And what I want to do is help you and guide you over the next few minutes to work out where you're headed and where you want to go. Because let's face it, it, it really does. It, re- it pays hands down to have a plan, to be able to focus on something and to look forward to something. But the thing is, it's not going to happen on its own. And I suggest that you need to take 100% responsibility of how you feel and the decisions that you're going to make 
And then you can become 100% responsible for the outcomes that you receive. It's totally your choice. Your thoughts become your behavior. So probably for this episode or afterwards, whenever suits, I suggest you grab a pen and paper because this is going to be quite practical for you. And I want you to do a bit of a brain dump. There's, um, I'm reading at the minute again, The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. And one of the things that she says, hands down is to, um, it's basically journaling. She calls it morning pages. And she says that you, for every morning, sit down and do a brain dump. How are you feeling? What's going on? And if you don't know what to say, then just write, oh, I don't know what to say. And this is driving me mad, but I've got to get something out on paper. And what happens, it starts opening the floodgates. And it's, morning pages isn't something to sort of look back on and sort of see your creative genius. Morning Pages is designed to get all the crap out of the way so that you can look clearer. So it's, it, it is doing a brain dump. And if you choose to shred it or do whatever you like with it, that's sort of your choice. But write down everything that you that's, that's annoying you. Write down what all the little minutiae that's going on in your head that you need to get out of the way. Because if you don't get it out of your system, it's going to sit there and plague you for ages, for the day anyway, let's put it that way. And if you can't think of stuff to write, I want you to sit down and remember the last time that you blamed someone else or something else for how you're feeling. Think about what it was that triggered that reaction within you and write it down. Get all that rubbish out of your head and put it on paper. Better out than in, you know what they say. So after that, I want you to turn this on its head. I want you to think about recent events when maybe that same situation made you feel relaxed and confident. Now, lockdowns are a great example of that. Because we've been in lockdown, I think it's from 10, 11 weeks now. So there will have been times when it's driven you mad, but there will have been other times when you thought it was a godsend, when you were thrilled that you had the space, when you loved the fact that you were spending more time with your family, or maybe you didn't have to do that awful commute, or whatever it was. So think about the same event, the same people, whatever it is that you were previously moaning about, and see how you once had a positive spin on it. And the thing is, what's happened? What's different? What has changed? What was the trigger? So describe all the good feelings. Describe how you felt physically, how you felt emotionally, where it was in your body. And just sort of work out the positives. You've just done a brain dump of the negatives, so let's do a brain dump of the positives. Because really... The bottom line here is you decide how you feel. You can take different meanings from any event or any comment. For argument's sake, if you use, oh, I've got nothing to look forward to as an example, you can switch that and sort of say, oh, okay, well, this is an opportunity for me to plan something fun. Or, I don't know where I'm heading. So you can switch that. Maybe this gives you a totally clean slate and you can actually choose where you want to go, what you want to plan. 
what your future might hold. Our thoughts happen in a second, especially when we find ourselves in unfamiliar situations or when we're feeling nervous and vulnerable. So the previous examples illustrate that we can take different meanings from the same event and have totally different outcomes. Remember when I was talking about E plus R equals O? There's that event that happens. But your response to that event creates the outcome. So if we're wanting to create a brighter future, then how you respond to your current situation will create that brighter future for you if you choose to make it so. So imagine a situation that usually makes you nervous where you are desperate for a positive outcome. So have a think about it. It could be, I don't know, meeting someone new, asking someone out on a date. Or it could just be something as simple as, and I, I say simple, it's, it's, it can be a struggle for some people, of walking into a crowded room. Or maybe it's public speaking. Maybe it's going to be you creating your first Facebook Live or eventually, when we're allowed to, getting back on stage and, and, and doing a presentation. Perhaps... Perhaps you want to go for a job interview. Perhaps you've suddenly realized maybe you're being furloughed and, and you've just decided, I don't want to do this job anymore. Maybe you've got to have a tricky conversation. I will use an example that um, is true for me at the minute, which is golf. Yeah, sometimes it makes me nervous. I hadn't been out on the course in over a year. To the point that I nearly resigned from the golf club and I thought, no, hang on a minute, this is my hobby. And then we went into um, lockdown and no one could play anyway. So, well, then that was a great excuse for me not to play. And then the restrictions were lifted and I thought, oh, heck, right, well, what am I going to do here? And for me, it felt that it did feel like going back to school. And I suddenly thought, do you know what? Everyone hasn't been on the golf course, not just me. So actually, it was a level playing field. I suddenly realized, oh, we're all in the same boat now. So I decided to give it a whirl. So I knew that I wanted to get out there and okay, I was a bit nervous. So I sort of had to, I decided, okay, well, just think about it, Kai. What, are, what can you do in order to, well, make, make the odds slightly more in your favor for having a positive outcome? Well, I just realized that, come on, guys, it's only a game. I realized that actually I needed to slow down, keep my head down, keep my swing slower, maybe take a practice swing every now and again. Don't do caffeine. Play with friends. Play with people you like. What I also learned is playing with people better than you actually makes you sort of try a little bit harder. And it was just relaxing all that negative thought in my head. Everyone's been a beginner once, so it's going to be okay. And I know this is a trivial example, but the point is, it's just we have so much chatter in our heads, so much stuff going on, and we, we, we look at doom and gloom far more easily than we do the positive outcomes. Perhaps, and I know this is very common for many, many kids at the minute, they're sort of a bit behind in their schoolwork. And I get it. It's no surprise. Many of you have been sort of homeschooling and trying your very best. Okay, I know that it's sort of logging in and sort of doing the attendance with school. But the point is, is that you, you are to some, to all intents and purposes, doing this on your own with sort of background support. 
But many kids, and, and I've sort of spoken to again, I'm really scared about going back to school. Okay, I, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing my mates, but I'm behind in my work and I don't know what to do. Okay, so there is a situation that makes you nervous, but you'd really like a positive outcome. Grab your pen and paper. Use this as an example and think, okay, well, what do I need to do to achieve what I hope for? So have a think about it. Okay, I'm behind in my schoolwork. What do I do? Okay, well, who can I speak to that can support me? Maybe it's um, tutors. Maybe it's mates who've done the work already. Maybe you need to create a study group. I mean, okay, it'll be online for the time being. But if you're listening to this later on, maybe you just need to sort of, I don't know, grab sort of 40 minutes with someone that knows what what they're talking about. There are many, if you're a student who's just starting out, there are many, um, you know, sort of third and fourth year students who would be willing to help. Maybe for a cup of coffee or a couple of quid, I don't know. That's up to you to negotiate. But who do you need to speak to to support you here? Okay, right. Now let's look at it. You're behind in your schoolwork. What are the topics? What are the subjects? Where, where's the weaknesses here? Have a look at them. What do you need to achieve? And this really is, it's that good old phrase, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. This is all about baby steps. It's breaking, breaking the things down that make you nervous into baby steps so that you, or a little action plan so that you can work your way forward, just ticking stuff off your to-do list. So what topics do you need to cover? How much time is going to be taken up. What do you need to do? You know, so maybe you've got, um, you know, the goals could be sort of, if you've got a history project, then, well, okay, that might sort of, you know, take sort of X number of hours. Or if all you've got to do is just, I, I don't know, complete 10 maths questions, whatever it is, write the whole lot down so that you can start scheduling. And this is the same, this is, you know, this is for revision. It's, it's exactly the same. Work out what your tasks are and how much time you've got to do it. And then start, start slotting it in. Blimey, this is what I do for my social media diary. What have I got to do? How much time? When's the best time to do it? And it's, it's planning these things and allowing yourself regular breaks as well so that it's not too tedious. And it's just working out what you need to do and who you need to help you and how much time you've got to do it all. And then the thing is, is once you've done this, once you've written it, once you've planned it, imagine how you feel after you have started, even started doing some of these actions. You, you start feeling more in control. Because I think that's the problem with, oh, well, I've got nothing to look forward to or there's no end in sight. It's just the brain's got nothing to sort of hang on to. There's nothing to plan. Whereas if you're sort of sitting down and taking action plans and being more proactive, then it calms that monkey mind and it allows you to think, oh, okay, do you know what? I've got this. So have a think and just... Tune into how this will make you feel once you know that you're in control and after you start achieving the results. All you need to do is just feel these new emotions, find these new, these new thoughts and dive right in. Because the trick is the unconscious mind doesn't really know um, 
what what's true and what well, what's happened and what hasn't happened. It doesn't understand that, but what it does know is those feelings that go around it. So it, it, if, if, it, if that event hasn't happened, but you are tricking yourself into sort of feeling that, hey, I'm going to feel good once this is done, your unconscious mind sort of hangs on to that. So what it then starts doing is opening up opportunities for you and it builds your confidence. Your unconscious mind immediately gets to work to find that right conclusion just for you, which I think is pretty cool. Maybe you are a sixth former who is just trying to work out flips. Should I be going to uni? Shall I take a gap year? Because actually the current situation is sort of um, quite unpredictable, isn't it, as far as um, uh, university, the start of university is concerned. But maybe you, maybe you just, whatever time of year this is, maybe you just suddenly think, do you know what, I'm sick to death with studying. I don't want to do this anymore. I want to get some money in my pocket. Okay, that's cool. So what are you going to do about it? Who are you going to speak to that will help you? Maybe you've got careers advisors. Maybe you know someone in the trade that you want to do. Maybe you will sort of, you know, have a chat with your mates and see what they're doing. Work out in your head where your future may or may not lie. The point is, is that you're allowed to um, have a look at the future and go, well, what happens if I do this? Or... I might have that opportunity. Work out, put, maybe get your pen out again and write some pros and cons. Stop planning. Because it's only when your mind starts sort of, you know, hanging on to things and working out and sort of looking at the what-if scenarios that it's allowed to start dreaming. Okay, let's say that you're, gonna, you're, not, you're not going to go, you know, you're not going to go back to school or you're not going to go back to uni. So what are you going to do? You're going to get a job if that's what you want. So who do you fancy working for? Who are the companies that you like the look of? Go and Google them and see. Do you like what they stand for? Do you like what their passions are? Do you like what, you know, their, their values are? I mean, Alice did, my daughter um, did this when she was first job hunting. She trolled the internet and, she's, and she looked at sort of some of the really big names and she went, uh-uh, don't like what they stand for. You know, they, they, and she sort of, and some of the sort of smaller companies, oh no, they look really cool. They're sort of family led and they've got that sort of better ethos. So what is it that sort of drives you? What is it that um, links you with other people, other companies? You know, what, what is it that floats your boat? Are those the people you want to work for? Now then, have you got the right skills? And the great thing is, in fairness, and I know sort of maybe some people may not agree with me totally, but my view is, is that with future employers, they look at you and say, are you the right fit for our company? Are you the team player that we want? Are, do you have the same values as us? That's what you know, future employers are looking for. If they need to train you up to sell widgets, they will train you up to sell widgets. If they need to train you up to create X, Y, and Z, they will do that. They will have training programs for that. What really enthuses companies and future employers are, are you a motivator? Are you an action taker? Are you reliable? Those sort of things, those soft transferable skills that are so important. So maybe you might find, oh, flip, hang on a minute. I need to do, um, you know, I, I, I need to sort of start work or whatever in three or four months time. Well, what can I do in order to get there? 
maybe a voluntary job to show that you are more reliable, maybe sort of, you know, a part-time job to show that you are punctual, whatever it is. It's adding those tools to your toolbox to prove to other people that you have got the skills that they need. Have you have you created a CV? Find someone that's got a good one. Find a find you know they're available on websites. Go and Google sort of how to create a CV. Your careers department should help you, but there are loads of other people that and, and loads of other resources that are there to support you in that. Have you enrolled in job sites? Have you started looking through, you know, I was going to say through the paper, that's very archaic, but, you know, have you sort of started looking for the sort of things that are are out there? It's the same sort of thing when you're looking for a new home. You know, you don't sort of suddenly sort of walk in and say, I'll buy that house. You do the groundwork first. Do I like the area? Do I like this? You know, is the transport okay? Um, are there good schools around? Is the, are the parks around? You know, the things that you need. The point is, is about creating a brighter future, is to create a desired shopping list of what you want. And that's half the fun. When you start tuning in to what you want, you know, if you're thinking about buying a house, well, you know, do you, is it check that is it close to an airport? Maybe you don't want to be under the flight path, whatever it is. When you start thinking about these things, how to start looking forward and creating that sort of brighter future on the horizon, doing a shopping list of what you want and how you want to feel is a really, really useful job for moving on. You know, if you're looking for you, for for a new job, maybe, maybe this is the ideal time to sit down and do some extra training. Here, are the, you know, I don't. I, maybe you need to. There are so many free online courses for Flipsake, Harvard, and you know, many universities and the Open University are creating loads of online courses that are free and available for you just to sort of cherry pick. Perhaps you can't wait to get away. Perhaps you've just decided, you know what, as soon as the flight bans are lifted, I'm I'm away. Maybe you want to go backpacking, if indeed backpacking is going to be a thing. Okay, well, if that's the case, have you got the money to do it? Or maybe you need to earn a job just to be able to fund your new adventures and your new travels. And where are you going to go? Get a map out and start planning. When are you going to go? Who are you going to go with? Where are you going to go? How long are you going to go? Are you ever going to come back? But this is what, this is the joys of being able to dream. So rather than sitting at home, feeling sorry for yourself, you can take 100% responsibility of how your life turns out. This is your shout. This is your choice. And creating that compelling outcome, that bigger brighter future is literally only a brain dump away. So get your pen out and start planning because you're back in the driving seat and you're now in control. Thanks so much for listening to this entire podcast. If you want to help other parents looking for support, then please share this with your friends and family. Because if you found this podcast useful, then they will too. So please share via your social media. 
you have any parenting questions, then please give me a shout through my email, which is toolbox at kygraham.com. And I may even use your question as a future podcast episode. If you want to connect, please come and join me on Instagram. Just search for Kai Graham. Also, could you do me a favour, please? Parenting teenagers can feel very confusing and isolating at times. And I believe that it takes a village to raise a child. And we are here to support one another. I'd love it if you would leave a review on iTunes. And a good one, by the way. (laughs) Because when you do, it lets more parents out there know that there is support for them too. Thank you. And as always, this comes with much love. Thank you.